This is the Marriage Matters Podcast with Darren and Dewana Sargent. You have tuned in to the very first episode of a brand new podcast where we're going to talk about marriage, marriage, yeah, family, family, anything else, life, life, whatever we really want to since it's our podcast, right? That's right. I'm glad you've joined us. We're going to jump right into this first episode and introduce ourselves a little bit and talk about what the future of this podcast is going to look like. Glad you joined us. Let's get started right here on the Marriage Matters Podcast. Well, babe, we've done it. We have. We finally have started recording our first episode of the Marriage Matters Podcast. There you go. Now, should we tell everybody a little bit about ourselves? Sure, why not? Do you want to tell what you know about us? Or do you want me to tell <laughs> well, what you know about I think, us? I think we should, if you're talking about like how we met and all that stuff, I think we should, let's just wait. Just, Maybe we can do a special that, episode. That would be like a that. cliffhanger special. That's a great idea. <laughs> so come yeah. back for the the How Darren and Dewana Met yeah. episode. And we'll just give you little pieces and bits of it towards... Yeah, we'll work toward it, but then we'll give you a, maybe we'll just do the whole story one of maybe, these days. Maybe, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. That'll be funny. And then, um, well, it's funny. Yeah, it's a funny story. If you've been in any of our conferences where we have discussed marriage, uh, you've heard our story, right. most of them. We right. are doing quite a few right now. That's why we kind of started this podcast, because people have asked for other resources, and so we thought, well... Well, I thought we should do a podcast. Th- that's more the truth, right? There. I've, I've dragged her here. Kicking and screaming. Pretty much. No, no. She is such a <laughs> yeah, trooper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but here I am. Here, I'm, I'm up for it. We're going to have a great time, as you can tell. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of laughter oh, yeah. and a lot of fun as we kind of go into just talking about marriage. Um, we have been married now close to... Almost 30 years. 30 years in August. August 21st, yeah. Yes. You remembered. Uh, you remembered. <laughs> August 21st, 1993. Oh, I'm going to let you see that. Three. Oh, yeah, that's it. 1993. I was 24. And I was 22. I married a younger woman. By just a few years. Just a couple of years. Just a couple of years. But uh, one of the greatest decisions I ever made in my life was marrying Dewana. That is right. <laughs> I'm glad you agree. Absolutely. I'm I feel the same agree. way. Well, we're going to um, <clears throat> kind of just jump in here. Our goal with this podcast is to basically go through different resources and things that we have read, we have come across, and kind of break it down. We'll talk, you know, we'll, we'll maybe read something from a resource, and then we will discuss it, or or we'll just come up with stuff. I don't know. We'll yeah. just, whatever we feel to do, it's our podcast, so we that's, can do whatever that's we very want. That's true, and I, I feel like since we do so many marriage conferences, sometimes um, it's kind of like feeding the yeast dough bread, that it just keeps growing and growing, and, yeah. and we'll always, something new will be triggered by an, the latest conference or whatever. So True. I feel like there's always a lot of information that we can be doing. Now, we just finished a, a uh, marriage conference in Indiana. And it was unique for us because yeah. our daughter and son-in-law that had just been married, they haven't been married a year. Yeah, they six and six a half months. months. Yeah, six and a half months were yeah. in the audience. So yeah. Hopefully we didn't scar them. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hope we did it. They won't listen to this podcast anyway. So if that's the, right, well, maybe they will. Maybe if they do, listen. then we'll know. If they comment on this, we'll know that they listen to this. That's conference. right. That's right. I'm going to make sure they listen. So that's they right. They need to listen. Uh, we've been reading a book. My wife's already finished it, and I'm working my way through it. We try to read books together, but it doesn't always work because well, we're both. And we would say the reason why it doesn't work. Darren usually reads like five books at a time. You just looked at the pile of books on my I desk did. when you said that. <laughs> because I see he. Really, really loves to read, and I have to be a purpose-focused reader, so I can only really read one book at a time, where I feel like you can read five yeah, books at a time. I don't know. I don't know if that's a healthy thing for me to do. I know there's other people that do it, but... Yeah, um, I think it's a style. I mean, it's your style. Yeah, I, I read one or two chapters of a book, and then I'll switch to another one and go back and forth, but I keep copious notes. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty good. And I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah, I'm helping you. Yeah. And maybe you can help me to slow down and read one at a time. It's just, yeah. But we're currently reading a book by Gary Thomas called A Lifelong Love. Um, my wife is actually the one who kind of um, cued me in on this book. T- tell me why you like this book, babe. Well, I really like this book because I, mean, I, actually, I actually was researching for a marriage conference and I found some of the some of his notes online and I was like oh that's some good stuff and so I kind of wrote them down and then I went ahead and actually I believe I did a devotion through one of the bible apps they had it on as devotion still that's great stuff so I then I purchased the book it took me a minute to read it but because as we've already said I'm not takes me a while to read stuff what I did love about this book is that it's um it really takes a Christ-like love perspective of a lifelong love, if I'm saying that correctly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, I think sometimes when you get married, you really just, you just think it's married love, and we're just in love, and it's all the ooey-gooey feelings. But what happens after, you know, six months, a year, yeah. two years, and I think that the Christ-like love approach is the way to have a lifelong love. And I love what Gary Thomas has done in this book. You know, we'll put we'll put the link to this in the show notes that you can go purchase it if you'd like. We're going to just probably over the next several episodes kind of work our way through this book, pick up on things that have kind of interested us. I was reading something. I mark, I mark stuff in the book while I'm reading Um he makes a statement here. He says, marriage has such amazing potential and can often be a rich, joyous, and life-giving relationship. But sometimes it can seem as though it's sucking the very life out of you. How would you, what would you say to that? How do you, (laughs) that's kind of a, it's kind of a big thing there. Um, But I think it's the, the crux of where he's heading with this book right I think and again I think it goes back to here we get married before we have usually and what we hope is when you get married it's just you and your spouse and you don't have a lot of children to take care of yet it's it's maybe you know you're brand new you're young and you have so many dreams and hopes and then children do come along and bills and maybe sickness responsibilities responsibilities and that's when it marriage becomes um you know i don't know the word that he used here but a drudgery or it becomes a chore and it's no longer that joyful wonderful thing that the lord intended it to be yeah is that would be my take on that he says this he says it's not what you have it's what you do with it 
right that i think is is so vital so let's just let's just take this for a moment discuss it um you can jump in babe at okay. any time i don't want to i don't want to dominate the conversation because you know that's not a very good <laughs> rule of marriage to no no okay <laughs> um i think i think it's possible to really have a powerful and long-lasting marriage but there has to be effort right absolutely. that's put into it absolutely we've been married close to 30 years as we've already stated and we don't have a perfect marriage no and i don't, i don't think anybody can have a perfect marriage because yeah. they're not perfect individuals but we do strive yeah for I, and i think perfection i suppose i think we i think that's something all of us need to be we working toward yes, is absolutely. is to to, to make the best out of something that really isn't perfect, right? But make the best out of it, right? And that takes effort. It takes it takes learning to be patient, mm-hmm. and probably you have been more patient with me than I have had oh. to be with you. I'm not sure if that's true, but well, yeah, I, I can say it. Let's just say it. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so, um, in this in this discussion of the effort that needs to be put in, what what do you feel is probably the most important thing? By just looking at maybe at what you've read here, I know you've made some notes yeah. and you want to get into some of those and we can, we're, we're not going to take our time. We're not going to try to get through this whole book and no. in one episode or two episodes, we may take three, four, five or six episodes, to talk about one book or one resource, but what does it look like? And I'm springing this on you, I know, but what does it look like to have, what, what kind of effort, is needed to make a marriage that is working. Well, okay, I'm going to pull one of his points here that I did pull up, but Brother Gary Thomas here. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things that, and I think we discussed this is maybe the when I was like, "Hey, I'm reading this book and it's so awesome," is that it's it's not very romantic to think of your husband as the Lord Jesus Christ's son. And it's not very romantic to think of me as his daughter. But that's exactly what I am. I am a daughter of Christ, and you are a son of Christ. And and when we look at each other that way, mm-hmm. the way I love you should be a Christ-like love. And if I will love you the way that the Lord wants you to be loved, I think that is the beginning of everything in a marriage. That's good. If I can love you the way, not the way Dewana Sargent would love, because my love is flawed because I'm a flawed human being, but... Christ-like love is not flawed. That means that when when I may not have patience, I the Lord always has patience. So I need to remember when you might get on my nerves, which is rare. But if you do, <laughs> yes, yes, very, 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 very rare. Very, very rare. <laughs> but if you do, I have I to. I think come I'm getting daughter nerves by just doing <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> I have to come back to a spot and realize that my getting upset or angry or annoyed at something isn't the way the Lord wants you to be loved. And so the starting of a relationship, if if every newlywed couple could understand from the very beginning, number one, communication, but we're, we're not even there yet. Not even there. Yeah. But, but understand that God gave you such a special gift when he gave you someone to love. And he doesn't want you That's to good. love them selfishly. But you need to love them with a pure heart. And how do you do that? You have to die to yourself, and you have to have a Christ-like love. And I'm not sure if that answered your question, but that's how. Well, I, I I think it does. I you know you look at Ephesians chapter five. It 
talks about, you know, husbands love your wives, wives submit mm-hmm. to your husbands. And, and if we take those, if we take those verses out and just try to apply them individually, I think we miss what right. is really being said here, what Paul is trying to address. He goes on to say, you know, wives submit yourselves to your husbands. Husbands love your wives mm-hmm. as Christ right. loved the church. Right. Christ gave himself. There was nothing that he held back. And as a husband and wife, we have to learn to give ourselves to each other in a way that reveals the, the relationship that Jesus has with his church. This is the only thing in scripture right right here that shows you want to show the relationship of Christ with his church look at the relationship of a husband and a wife. Right. And so if we can learn to act Christ-like toward each other. Now, I don't always act Christ-like. No, and I don't either. I, well, and I, I would say this, that Christ, when he laid down his life for you and I, he had no guarantee that we would accept that love. Yeah. And so I think, if again, I go back to if we can love as Christ, I don't love for... Th- what you're going to give me, Darren Sargent. I don't love in the hopes that, well, he's going to return everything that I do for him. I love unselfishly, or I try to. I, I don't know that I do that all the time, but I, it is a good reminder that I have to remind myself that, let's just be very simple, I love you enough to wash clothes for you. Thank you. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I love you enough to do that. Yeah. Now, whether you ever say thank you, which I appreciate that you do, whether you ever say thank you or not, if I only do it for what I'm going to get out of it, yeah. then that's not a Christ-like love. And that's just a basic need of marriage. Yeah. But but we can just say, just serving each other, Just it could go so much deeper. A Christ-like love yeah. can just go so much deeper. Well, that's good. Uh, Jeremiah says something in Jeremiah 31. He says, Speaking of God, he says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I've drawn you out with kindness. I will build you again, and you will be rebuilt. Something about the love of God that makes me want to build a relationship with you as my wife that reflects that love. And you said it earlier, we're flawed. We're flawed humans. Right. So we don't we don't have the capacity truly to 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 fully love as Christ did. I don't. You have to lay down your yeah. life for that. Yeah. But we can try our best. But the concept. The concept. The concept. Yeah. I love another thing here. He says about that when we learn to love as Christ loves, and we love to serve in that way. He almost says it's as if this is a way for us to worship the Lord. That's good. This is a way for us to show our love back to the Lord. And, and I think, you know, in his book, he says he feels like the Lord is just standing there applauding us like, good job. You're doing what I ask you to do. That's awesome. You're loving my you're loving that son that I gave you to love, which is your spouse. Obviously, yeah. we'll get weird here, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank <laughs> I mean, you for clarifying. That. You know, it gets a little weird. And it, I think if you think of it in a weird way, it is. But it's not a weird thing. Yeah. To, to, like you would not treat someone you go to church with in an ugly way. So why is it okay for you to treat, and by ugly, I'm from the South, so we say the word ugly for mean. But (laughs) uh, you would not treat someone you go to church with in a mean way. Why is it acceptable to treat your husband or your wife 
in a way that is not Christ-like. And maybe I'm putting too many nails in this coffin. I'm trying to. Yeah. But, but I no. think it's something that spoke yeah. so much to me. Well, you know, he, he kind of launches from this aspect that as a, as a result of the love of God, here's, here's how we can, we can build what God wants us to build. And he, he makes three points here. Uh, that I think are are kind of important just at the beginning of this, and we'll we'll try to wrap this up here pretty soon. But uh, I think this is a good first episode just to kind of dive into it. He talks about if you want to experience a lifelong love, it requires that both the husband and the wife have three things. Number one, a magnificent obsep- obsession with God and His kingdom. Now we talk a lot about that. When we talk marriage stuff, we talk about investing in those things that will outlive us. We talk about the impact of husbands and wives as parents putting that, our kids need to see that obsession. But he's talking about a real true strong marriage begins when we recognize that we're so in love with God and his kingdom and his purposes that we can't help but grow closer together right? because it goes back to that scripture. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He'll add all these things to you. I believe that he'll add the power to have a strong marriage, right? a, a marriage that is unified. But then he goes on, he makes another point. He says a passion, a passion to fight normal marital drift by intentionally growing together. Yeah. I love that. Well, as I as we mentioned, we've been married almost thirty years. I think this is why we're starting this podcast. He wants me to intentionally grow a little more with him. <laughs> You're drifting, babe. You're drifting. Let's I'm come back. No, back. no, but no. it's a passion to fight because the mundane gets to be the mundane. That's very true. We we get used to just okay. Well, you know, I'm married to her and been married she to is her. Gonna do my laundry. She is going to do this. Yeah. She is. There has to be an intentionality. Right. If you're going to invo- avoid this drifting apart, this, you know, you doing your thing, me doing my thing, right. that often happens in marriages, right. we're going to have to get intentional and recognize that that is a possibility. Right. That d- growing apart is a possibility in any marriage. Right. I don't care how long you've been married or not been married. Right. So, anyways. And three, he says, a new understanding of love as God defines it. Our world has such a twisted view on what love is. That's so very true. You know, in media, in everything that's being pumped out, it's twisted. It's, if you'll do this for me, then I'll love you. And what you brought out at the very beginning, that's not Christ's love. No. That's not Christ's love at all. No. And you know, I, I was reading another completely, it wasn't this this author, but I was reading another devotional, and I think I even shared it with you, is that many people say in the world, I'm just going to use, well, I shouldn't say in the world. Let me just put it this way. Many people sometimes, I'm in love, I'm so in love, and what they actually are is they're in lust. And when that wears off, that committed love is not what they're really looking for. And so that's why there is, we've grown apart, because that newness has worn worn off, or that that fuzzy feeling has worn off. And so that, that lustful feeling isn't there anymore. And it's time to hijack and go find somebody new. And it's not a committed love. Yeah. And so 
you know, I think a committed lifelong love is no matter what, I'm here to stay. No matter when the newness wears off. No matter when the, when the, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the thrill yeah. of being married right, is no right. longer there. Right. And if that happens in the first year or second year, or maybe it's five years, or maybe it's because you're getting more attention from someone on your workplace. Right. Yeah. Those things that cause you to drift apart. Yeah. Well, I think, I think this is a good beginning. Um, I know there's probably a lot more we could probably add and, and we can go on for a few more minutes. Cause I think my wife has a few things. No, that, no I was just, no, you, you good. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I, I sure. mean, I think that, you know, it leads us to, you know, other places, there's so many things in marriage. And I think that our focus, I just want to come back to that. I think the greatest thing for me is learning just how to love correctly. And I, I believe this book is such a great example of that. And hopefully as we, Go through the chapters. Yeah. We're going to be able to explain, explain, or express. explain, explain. I think that's a, <laughs> like Tigger. Explain. <laughs> well, I think I think this is a great this is a great start, and we we kind of just are putting our foot in the water, and uh, it may not be totally coherent yet. I think we did pretty good. I think you did pretty good. <laughs> he may he may regret opening the cork and letting me speak <laughs> no. taking the duct tape off <laughs> that's a that's, that's a, an inside that's joke. an inside joke that we don't use duct tape we no, don't use du- duct tape well, i was teaching let me give some yeah, let me <laughs> let me give some explanation to that yes. i was teaching uh this week this weekend in a marriage conference i was talking about that spouse that never shut, shuts up it's always talking i said well just get some duct tape put over their mouth and it yeah. For all the haters, he was just teasing. I was just teasing. <laughs> I don't mean that. I would never do that. I, I don't, don't even recommend think we have that. Duct tape it in was. The house. We don't. It was. A, well, everybody's got to have some duct tape. But you can't make it without duct tape. Yeah, I don't know where that's at. Uh, anyways, it was a joke. Was Everybody a joke. shall calm down. It was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. Uh, but anyways, we're we're excited about this. We we hope that it'll be a blessing to you. Uh, you can email us if you have questions or you have things that you would like to uh, know about marriage or maybe you have a, a thought or a subject that you would like us to attack you can merit married <laughs> you can email us at sarge ministries at gmail.com sarge ministries s-a-r-g-e ministries at gmail.com and we will do our best to do that so all right, babe. All right, babe. You good? I'm good. All right. I'm going to go fold your laundry. <laughs> it's about time. That's right. <laughs> oh, this will be fun. We will laugh, if nothing else. Thanks for tuning in. And until the next time, have a wonderful, blessed day. And we pray that God will bless your marriage. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.